Tell me about it. What did you do today anyway? I drew a rose with a little pin-up girl on it. Hmm. And I put up these nice lights behind me. How trad of you. And having a little bit of your old job. <laughs> right, okay. Welcome to the first episode of I Hurt Everywhere. Thank you guys for coming in. Um, this is an introduction uh, episode to the podcast, yeah. obviously with a some stories that we would love to share with you. Um, some stuff that we've had written in recently. But yeah. we wanted to take this opportunity to um explain what the podcast is about yeah like introduce ourselves a little bit yeah so do you want to go first should i go first you go first mr mr famous okay <laughs> right <laughs> um my name's mike stockings i'm a tattooer i've been tattooing for about 15 ish years could be more could be less yeah um, it's around there right? it's around that time yeah um yeah i own a shop with my brother Chris Stockins. Shout, shout out, Chris. Shout out to Chris. Um, called Legacy Tattoo, and it's based in Haverhill, Suffolk, and that's in the UK. Um, yeah, father of two. Husband of one. Ooh, that's that's nice. weird to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, give you over to Joe. I am Joe. I have been an apprentice for almost a year now, I think, mm. coming up. Mm-hmm. Been tattooing for maybe seven months, I would say. Has it been that long? I think so, yeah. I think I started in, I'd, well, maybe January or February I started. Mm. Yeah. Life's going quick. Man, it goes well, so fast. We spent a lot of time in here in that yeah, time. Yeah, like we were doing... Building Doing stuff. the apprenticeship over there and then like finishing work, coming into here, building this place. It's yeah. been a crazy... Like a few months. I'm so glad that's all over. And it's so weird to sit in here now with like everything ready. Yeah, cameras rolling, action, yeah. lights behind us. It feels like yesterday that I was like running through the wall that was like in between where we are now. Yeah. Pretending I was the Kool-Aid guy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, do you want to get into more about your background? Your... So before I came to the shop, I was an electrician for maybe 14 15 years and i hated it i hated getting up in the morning at four o'clock and yeah driving all across the country mid so mid man and i've always had like an artistic background and it was something that it was something we'd always spoken about me coming to the shop and like doing an apprenticeship but it was one that like i never thought you were as serious about it as i was when yeah. you when you would say it to me, it'd be like this big dream for me. Like one day I could go and do that. Mm. And then I think I'd got to a point where I felt stuck being an electrician forever. And I was like, something needs to change. And that was when like we were playing basketball and we really spoke about it. And you was like, if you can show commitment, get like a good portfolio together. Yeah. And because we'd said like in the next six months, get a portfolio together and then show me. I was and, like, this guy is serious. He won't be yeah, back. And I was like, I'm fucking serious. You <laughs> wait till you see this portfolio. I knew you were serious. I needed to sniff it out, though. I it was when, um, sniff it. when I got busted signing up to your Patreon. I yeah, didn't, want, I I didn't like, want you to know about. I was like, oh, maybe he is serious. Yeah. Spending five pounds on Patreon. <laughs> he must be serious. <laughs> so um, we're also in the room with Jimmy, and Jimmy's been holding back laughing already. <laughs> you, can, you can laugh out loud. It's fine. It's probably better for the viewers because they might be like, I don't know whether to laugh or not. I'm like the laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine because you were kind of like... <laughs> um jimmy is also an apprentice in the shop and a a long-term friend of mine as well you know you've been in the shop quite a while now as well aren't you jimmy yeah i've been getting tattooed by mike since i was 18 so yeah yeah well over well over 10 years now jimmy's the sound guy but he'll also be in an episode he'll be in well in episodes because uh we'll get on to the reasons why then that kind of leads us on to a good reason why yeah so the idea for the podcast. So the idea for the podcast is we want this to be kind of like an open platform, safe space for people to come listen to, maybe put this on in the background while they're drawing, hear some information about 
what it's like to be an apprentice yeah. and also what it's like to be a mentor. This isn't a one-way yeah, street it, It's thing. a good way of showing like both sides of it. Yeah. So documentary. <laughs> it's not. In, into our lives. Yeah, it's not. Um, so this is going to be conversations between mentor and apprentice, some that you might not hear usually. Yeah, it's, it's quite... Um, I think we can have conversations that can be quite intimidating for people to have, the people that maybe don't have the background we have because we've, we've been friends for a long time. Yeah. So I don't mind sitting down and having these awkward conversations with you. Yeah, sure. But I understand as well because even sometimes in the shop, like you ask me to do something and I won't quite understand mm. and you get that feeling like you're going to look stupid. Yes, and that's the thing is that with the with learning, there's always that, moment where you feel like if i say something i'm exposing myself but yeah. what are you exposing because you you're not meant to know yeah everything i'm, I'm here to learn yeah exactly but i get it there's that moment where you feel like but if i do say something he's gonna think i'm a complete idiot yeah. you know I, I i used to get that with conventions when i used to go to conventions when i first started tattooing i would be like i would be really careful what i said to people at the hindrance of me learning anything yeah you know be, and which was so silly now thinking about it because um i yeah as i said i hindered my progress by just asking that one question yeah. the industry was very different then people were very reserved with it and i did get met with a lot of closed doors for a lot of time and i think that's where this podcast has come actually from that experience especially with myself of coming into an industry and it being very door shut yeah, it was so closed off from yeah. the outside world. And like, I get it. I get the idea that there's some things that need to be reserved and there's thing, and there's reasons why. But that's also for this podcast as well. We're going to be going into, you know, the history and kind of educating people on like, you know, why you should be respecting a tattoo apprenticeship position. Yeah. You and know? and I, looking into the history of some of the traditions and why people want to protect that so much, they don't want to lose that part of tattooing. Um, researching that together was really it was, was fun. It was fun. I enjoyed it a lot. I learned so much stuff. Yeah. I, so I that really stuff coming that. out is going to be, well, it's going to be nice. So once we get all that put together. Um, and I guess we're going to be going from the angle from different parts of the world because we're going to have plenty of guests that are coming on. We've got loads lined up. Yeah. So some people I'm really excited to meet as well, people that you've always spoke like really highly of. Yeah, and I've only ever heard like stories about them, and now they're coming into, and I get to sit down, like chat to them, pick their brains a bit. Yeah, and we can see what you know. I've travelled a lot with tattooing, but and I what I know is that around different countries is different. It is different. Yeah, it's completely even down different to, cultures. To a little, little bit different cultures. They're going to teach people in different ways. There might be different morals for tattooing there. There's definitely different hygiene levels, you know, yeah. down to that kind of stuff, and even down to ways where people like try and heal tattoos or their information on that. And you get there and you go, oh, I never would have thought about that. Yeah, I go to a tattoo shop and they spray like alcohol-based stuff on tattoos, and I'm like, oh. I would never have done that, but oh. they swear by it, oh. you know. And all that, and you see their work come in the shop. And it's great. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, miss me with that bit. Like, yeah. I don't want Imagine finish the day and then... Tsh, they don't care. The old stinger. Yeah, the old stinger. Get you with the stinger at the end. But, um, yeah, these guests coming on, obviously, well-established artists that are going to come and sit down and share their knowledge. And, um, yeah, a great way to see that insight as well. Um, so we've done the history... But I think the main thing for this podcast is, you know, we want people to have fun. You're yeah. going to have a long day being an apprentice. You don't want to be moaned at about what it is to be an apprentice or here's five steps to become yeah. the best apprentice. You just want to put something in the back where, background where you're going to hear some information. You're going to hear some stories. You're going some to hear some advice stories. maybe, you know some crazy stories that kind of brings us on to what we're going to be doing today but before that i just want to talk about our patreon page before yes. 
because this is going to be a great way to get a lot of these questions over. You could join the Patreon page. It's up now. I mean, we'll put it in the description or however you want to see it. But if you're just listening, the Patreon is just I Heard Everywhere podcast. Podcast, yeah. So what we're going to be doing with the Patreon, obviously it goes to helping pay for, yeah, Yeah, it helps us keep putting episodes out. Yeah. Just keep the podcast running. Keep the platform open for everyone. Yeah. Keep the platform open for everyone. There's going to be portfolio reviews, live stream Q&As. Yeah. So the idea for this podcast is like we're not going to be teaching people anything, okay? So don't get that twisted for this, you know, for the part of it. Yeah. We are going to be... Um, having conversations, yes. Having advice, yes. Um, but for the platform stuff that goes out everywhere, we are not going to be giving tattoo apprenticeships out verbally. No, this, that isn't what this is. No, that will be impossible and not very ethical for someone to just go and do whatever. So, um, but for the Patreon, you can go up to the Patreon and there'll be the opportunity to ask some questions for me if you're an artist and you want some information about stuff or whatever. Yeah, or if you need DIY or electrical advice, (laughs) hit your boy up. Hit your boy up. I can help you. Yeah, Um, and the big thing on there is there's priority messages for um, messages from apprentices, so you've probably seen that online. You know, people will get priority access to that. And... There is going to be some big giveaways from sponsors. Yeah, huge giveaways there. Yeah, which is nice. It's nice for them to do that. Up that way. You know, so some maybe some stuff in the kitty for you if you're, uh, you know, learning tattooing. You might get some cool stuff about it. So, without any further ado, you'll probably come on to hear from some, you know, clickbait stuff we posted online about this crazy story that we have lined up for you. I can't wait. Thanks for listening to our intro part anyway. And um, we're going to start with the uh, messages from apprentices part. Um, So this is a crazy story, okay? And when I say crazy, you're you're going to have to hang on to your seats. When we were going over this in preparation, I, I was like, this cannot be real. Yeah. This is not real life, but it's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, we we have um, some stuff set up. We've done a lot of research, um, and we also have some voice clips just to kind of set the scene of what is going on so you can understand why this story, my boss, the serial killer, is so crazy. <laughs> The, even the intro is the crazy. Title. The title. Oh, the title is it. crazy. My boss, the serial killer. Right. Okay. So this um, message, I'm going to be reading some things now. So this message come from a tattooer. He's talking about his apprenticeship. He's not an apprentice anymore though. Okay. He's moved on from all of this, but what a crazy story so this message is from a tattoo artist called brian finn and his instagram handle is at the echo witch shout out to brian go check him out on instagram shout out to brian he's a tattooer ink and iron in toledo was it toledo 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 ohio toledo ohio right and actually i've got some of his work do you want to see it yeah i want to see it yeah nice you want to see it Okay, cool. Let me just minimize some of the stuff. Right, here we go. Yeah, nice. I'm into that. Nice trend I knew style. You'd be yeah. Into this. yeah. That's a nice uh, color combo as well, keeping it like, you know, pretty minimalistic, like a couple of colors. Yeah, I like that a lot. That gold. Round edges as well. It's cool. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, um, if Brian is listening, is that eternal? Gold, bright gold, or something like that. We'll see. We'll see in the comments, right? Let us know. Right. Number two, you ready? Oh, yeah, nice. A nice little dagger lady with her uh, bitties out. <whistles> nice. 
Number three. Oh, yeah, this was us that. today in the shop. Yeah, that's a bit of me. That's a bit of me. Get rowdy, y'all. <clears throat> Tucker yourself on in. I'm missing a tooth. Yeah, get yeah. rowdy. That's sweet. I like that a lot. Man, I wish I had more toes like this. Oh, man. I wish I was a cowboy. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I wish I had more toes like that. I just love, you know, you grow old and you're just like, I wish I just had like the just black tread. Yeah. You know? It's wow. timeless. It's timeless. Oh, nice. Nice little space bat. That's cool. That is really cool. And then last but not least, crocodile. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. Ooh. I don't know what FO means. For oblivion. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah, fuck out of here. <laughs> well, that's cool, man. Yeah, so shout out to Brian. Uh, so this story that Brian has set in is mad. Brian reached out to us and has had a crazy background from his apprenticeship. Okay. Well, this is a this is a part of his apprentice uh, yeah. apprenticeship. It obviously, didn't go fully the way because of reasons you'll hear why. Um, but Brian was nineteen, still looking for a way to get his foot in the door and get an apprenticeship. Like we all were at that time, struggling through, trying to do whatever it takes to get an apprenticeship. And boy, did he! <laughs> did he? <laughs> oh boy, did he! Um, he came back to Ohio from California, so he's living in California. Comes back to Ohio for a family visit. After a few days back at home, he decides he would go looking for an apprentice position in a tattoo shop. This is a local tattoo shop, and he was very surprised when he walked into a random street shop in a not so great part of the town. Best place to look. Best I, place to look. If you're, if you know, especially if you want to do trad. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you can't be learning in the high street in nah. Shoreditch. No. Nah. No. Well, they do now, but, you know, this is way back when, I'm guessing. <clears throat> so, and to his surprise, you know, is, well, not to his surprise yet, but he meets Ernest Otto Smith. So it's Otto Otto Smith, right? It's because it's such an American name, yeah. isn't it? Oh, you never hear that name in the UK. That, like, when, um, when we were looking over this, I was like, how do you pronounce that? Yeah, I'm going to Otto. Otto, Otto Smith. Otto Smith. Ernest Otto Smith. The third. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe you could. If you add a third to it, you could be pretty British. And Ernest Otto Smith hires Brian basically on the spot. He asked Brian to draw a few panthers and a few skulls, and he was well on his way. Brian's apprenticeship, though, was pretty rocky, to say the least. Yeah. Ooh. And not rocky as in the films, because they're pretty good. Yeah, like that ends. That always ends up pretty great. Well, yeah, there's a bit of ups, there's a bit of downs, yeah. you know, but it, you're getting the belt. There's a lot more ups than downs. Yeah. Like, Apart from the whole like screaming Adrian at the top of your lungs, like every yeah. time you finish a toe. With a face looking like you when you first got towed by me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All beat up and bruised. Um, right. So it was kind of rocky. Brian recalls times with Otto, he had bought a paintball gun. Okay. So this is how rocky it's Yeah, it sounds like a um, well put together guy. Well put together. He's, you know, he might just be into it, Joe. He might just be Could doing be it at the weekend. really into paintball, yeah. Really into paintball. Like, I've seen those guys turn up at the paintball place when you go with, like, your friends using, like, the half-broken guns. And then yeah. the dad squad turn up with fucking, like, M16s. Yeah. And you're like, One's okay, got, like, this is... Nam veteran yeah. on their badges. Like, this is going to be so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad I had a drink last night. <laughs> Great. Um, but, no, it wasn't for... R and R. It was uh, so he could shoot him and the other apprentice 
that was working at the shop. <laughs> Imagine me and Jimmy there in the morning, like cleaning up, you'd like booting the door in, a couple of paintball guns in each hand. Morning, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Love the smell of paint in the morning. No, fuck that. I would be straight back to getting electric shocks every day. <laughs> miss me with that. Yeah, you'd be like, hey, the electric work ain't so bad. Yeah, man. Well, like, like getting up at four o'clock in the morning seems okay. Yeah, you know, at least I'm not fucking dying, you know. <laughs> um, so he he's shooting at him with paintball guns. So from the get-go, this character is a little bit, you know, maybe he shouldn't be a boss, you yeah. know. And this is kind of what this podcast is about, right? There's people that do this, you know. Yeah, like, maybe shouldn't be managing other human beings. <laughs> He could barely manage himself. He yeah. can't manage his own emotions if he's shooting someone with a paintball gun. And, you know, he could be doing it for, for a bit of fun. But come on. like Yeah, like there's, you can take banter too far. Yeah. And if you're bleeding with those little holes, you know, when you get oh, in. Yeah. Man, my last birthday, when I had to run through yeah, the woods that, and everyone oh, mate, shot that me. Was so bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so bad. It's the worst that's thing like ever. instant guilt afterwards as well. I... I, sh- I think I shot you like twice and instantly felt bad. And then, because there was another kid whose birthday it was as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone just, and I just like, looked over at him and I was like, sorry, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's your him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a horrible experience. So, yeah, he's just doing that for, you know, funsies. Um, so he proceeds to take the paintball gun and shoot over their 20 foot ceiling. He tells Brian and the Brian and the other apprentice to clean the whole ceiling or they're gonna get fired. I'd take the fire in. Well, You'd take the fire in. Yeah, okay. Just be like, oh god, get up there, bro. Yeah. Why has he got like a twenty foot ladder as well? To like Yeah, where are you keeping that? Yeah. What if you just be like, figure it out? She's <laughs> <laughs> just like, what? Shooting the ceiling, imagine. Rag on a stick. Mate, you'd be pissed off if your boss just went like, had a coffee cup and just splushed it on the floor. Yeah. He knew he knew he was doing it. Pick that up. He just goes, pick it up. <laughs> pick it up, Jimmy. <laughs> it's just 9 a.m. You're hoovering the floor and he just, pick it up on the carpet. Oh. Let me get this hair off me. Right. So, Brian was told stories by Otto about his run-ins with the police. Now, you know, a lot of tattoo yeah. shop guys do yeah. this. Some people tell, like, big stories, <clears throat> don't they? And you're kind of like, okay. And you're having like, a drink with them after work, and they're like, yeah, I remember my days in prison. Yeah. Take me back. Oh, what'd you go to prison for? Tax evasion. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, <laughs> obviously. Um but you know, I've been on guest spots, and guys, they do the for some reason they they do the they do the tough guy bit. Yeah, everyone wants to tell you like their toughest story. Yeah, their toughest story way back when I fought eleven guys, like a I, Bruce Lee movie. I hate it when people do that because I've got I've I've been in a few fights. I've been in plenty of fights, and I never fucking win any. Yeah, all my fighting stories are just me getting my head kicked in. Yeah, and it's not really a fight if you're <laughs> no. not reciprocating in any of the. Winning, you know. So he shoots the ceiling, you know. He's doing all that. He f- talks about his run-ins with the police. But Brian also remembers a memory with Otto where they went to go see Kiss, but they were on acid. Oh. Kiss Kiss on acid. I don't know that. To me, it sounds That's pretty, pretty yeah. cool. But with the guy that shoots yeah, you with the, the paintball. Yeah, the fucking paintball guy is taking you to see Kiss and giving you a bunch of acid. And you drop the acid and you know when it starts really waving yeah. in it. This auto guy just turns into a big paintball gun. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of the crowd. He's there. Kiss is there. I want to rock and roll <laughs> all night. <laughs> and shoot you every day. Yeah, it would be... Th- Crazy, okay? And he also remembers a time of watching a professional wrestling match with together. No. And Otto getting up and challenging one of the wrestlers to a fight. Standard wrestling behavior. <laughs> Standard. He's wrestling just, around. Just the average wrestling fan sees that six foot four, 
20 stone mountain of muscle and goes, oh, I could fight that guy. Uh, yeah, I've got him. Yeah. Watch this. Hold my beard. Watch me take Watch me take this guy out. Yeah. I just see him do a backflip, but I, I'll take him. Imagine I'd be in the crowd and he'd be like, hey, yeah, I'm going to go fight. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Again? Not this. Not this, please. So he tells him about his running with the police. And one of the stories was that Otto confesses to him that he kills a guy in a parking lot of a local bar accidentally. Yeah, of course. Accidentally. Yeah. He sounds like the kind of guy who could like accidentally kill someone. He would accidentally do a lot of things, I yeah. imagine. Like accidentally ac- rob this bank. Yeah, accidentally shoot the apprentices of a paintball gun. <laughs> Yeah, so he confesses that to him. I can imagine from Brian's position, he's probably like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Tall story. Yeah. You know. How many people have you got into an argument with and they're like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Yeah, you're like, "Mm, you're not, but okay. I understand that you're angry. Yeah. Tone your language down a little bit, please. She's my girlfriend now. (laughs) (laughs) Get over it. Yeah, so he's he's confessed to him this this murder, essentially, which was accidental. But when you say murder, it's not accidental. You you would say, I did a manslaughter. Yeah. Did a manslaughter. It was accidental. No, I did a murder. A murder is just one way. Yeah, you're doing the murdering. The murder, that is bad. bad. In my head, that's bad. You'd be like, oh, I accidentally killed a guy and got done for manslaughter. Yeah. You go, oh, damn. That's, sorry to hear about that. What happened? No, I accidentally murdered a guy. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, Otto. Right, so let's imagine that Brian didn't ever really believe him in these times, but he does go to mention that he was kind of scared of him by the way he kind of was acting. Yeah, you I know? can I can understand that. I can like, understand that. I don't want to get the he's going to be like getting the paintball gun out. You don't know he's yeah. going to bring something else in for the day, you know, like a medieval sword or something, you know. And he gets the feeling that Otto seems to like him. Otto even says to him, "You actually care, and I like that." Nice. He says that about his tattooing. So he could see that Brian cares. So again, shout out to Brian. Yeah. Shout out to Brian pulling all the stops going through his apprenticeship. Of course. This guy uh, guy deserves a successful career. Yeah. After this. If if any style could escape a serial killer, it would be traditional tattooing. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. (laughs) It would be traditional tattoo. The trad guy's making it out alive. Yeah. Black and grey would be the serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know, I've seen some of the horrible... You're about to start today. some fucking wars. <laughs> he goes on to say, you actually care. And I like that. What a nice thing that Otto said to him. But needless to say, Brian's apprenticeship was, quote, shitty. Quote from Brian. Yeah, I see that. I can see that. I can see that, Brian. Brian ends up leaving the shop. Obviously, the situation was very toxic and Brian needed to move on. Otto's behavior becomes more erratic during this time together. He ends up having to move far away because Otto threatens to kill him when he left. And we're going back to that thing. Yeah. You know, we know the end of the story. So yeah. now we're like, whoa, right? Yeah. But if some guy was like, I remember the guy in town, the guy that used to own this place. When I opened shop, he was just like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to break yeah, your Yeah, I remember windows. when he was like saying all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And... I'm going to come and smash your shop up, did he? Never saw him again. Never saw him again. So you go, yeah, sure you will, bro. Yeah. Like, how many times has someone told you they're going to kill you? You're just angry, man. Like, yeah. have a Snickers. Calm down. Yeah, you're getting cut off on the roadside doing something. You've cut someone up because you're not looking, and they're like, fuck you, bro. They kill you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. No, get, you're not. Get back in your Ford Mondeo, you dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
so he goes, he's leaving the shop and he gets threatened to kill him, but not just him, he threatens to kill his whole family. Right? Damn. Pretty heavy. Pretty bad things to say from someone who's trying to be an inspirational boss, mm. to the say the least. Okay. Um, Brian was actually scared at that point. He said I that can he, imagine, like, that's a real... It is, like, when... We joke about it, but it's, like, a scary situation. Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. Like, it's probably scary enough, like, leaving the shop, the build-up to leaving that shop, because you can tell the guys on here. You know you're going to say like, it. Yeah. And... How's this guy going to react? Mm. And every part of your brain is going to be like, he's going to try and kill me. And then you're trying to reason with yourself, like, nah, I think you'd be cool. And then it goes the worst way possible. Yeah, you'd be like, like, oh, maybe he's going to kill you. Yeah, you'd be like, remember he said that nice thing about me? Maybe he'd be chill about it. But then he did try and fight that wrestler. <laughs> and he did say he murdered that guy in the parking lot. Yeah. Was, and now I'm questioning it. Yeah, he did try to punch Stone Cold Steve Austin that one time. <laughs> Imagine that, that that was it would make the story so much better if it was like the Undertaker. Yeah. He tried to attack. I was like, he's like, this guy is unhinged, bro. He's trying to attack the Undertaker. Yeah, but yeah, like put yourself in his shoes for a second. Like you're right. Imagine going to the shop and you're like, today's the day. Like yeah, imagine I've, just I've got to do it. It's now or never. Have you ever broke up with a girl? You got to tell them? Yeah. And you get that feeling before you're like, oh no, this is gonna be terrible. Yeah. And they're not violent. No. They're not. Well, I've known some that, like, I've known some pretty fucking violent girls. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, when but... you're going down there, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to come back with, like, a, without a knife in my abdomen hey, or that's, something. Hey, that's your type, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm into that. <laughs> <laughs> you like to live I on the edge. I need that in my life, yeah. A little bit of danger. The edge of a Stanley knife. <laughs> <clears throat> so, but Brian's obviously scared from the way that he's acted in the past. You know, he's basing... His, this yeah. communicational skills with this moment where he's going to come up to him and go, bro, you know, yeah. I'm out of here. No more. How are you going to reply? So obviously he didn't like it. And and also went on to say that, you know, I'm going to tell everyone that you have AIDS so no one will get tattooed by you. AIDS. Yeah. He's... He was really going in. He was really trying to sell the whole no one's going to get tattooed by you thing and you ain't shit without me. Yeah. You know, sounds like I am though because if you're willing to kill my whole family and tell everyone I have AIDS, sounds like I got something good going on, <laughs> you know, and you want it here. Yeah. So he obviously, and that conversation, you can never, you're not going to, come back from it there's you know? no there's no like sorry mate I'm yes like, yeah i was just sorry joking. i was really angry yeah like, i love your family i'm sorry i said i was you gonna know? kill your mum. yeah yeah i love her you know you know i love her bro <laughs> <laughs> i've always loved her yeah remember we tried to get her to the kiss concert like yeah um so no one would get tattooed by him but Brian found well, no, that that isn't true. Sorry, I was reading off the last thing so you don't get confused. He was trying to make it seem, you know, that he was in a bad place because he was uh getting to getting people to not get tattooed by him essentially by spreading these malicious rumors. Um Brian found himself moving to Pittsburgh, Virginia. Oh, Petersburg, sorry, Virginia, um, where he heard the news. Dun, dun, dun. The news the big from Brian's mum. She's not dead, folks. She's fine. She calls him, telling Brian that Otto was on the run. The police had found his van abandoned in Kentucky. Otto was on the run for killing a man in a hotel room. Yeah. What? Yeah. But it just, it just isn't, that's not the end of it. Otto had made a female accomplice sleep with a guy for money. And he changed his mind. And he comes into the room and shot the guy. Right? Fucking crazy, huh? They both fled the scene. But Otto become paranoid about his accomplice. He took her into the woods, tried to break her neck before beating her to death with a tree branch. Yeah. That's so bad. I, 
Imagine hearing that news from the person that just said, I'm going to kill your yeah, family. Yeah, the, the guy you've escaped, you've moved like, I'm not familiar with like the geography of America, but you've, yeah. you've moved a long way just to escape this one guy. Yeah, and is your family still there? Is yeah. that, you know, I'd be freaking the out. The guy that was telling you he was going to kill you. And he's going to... He's practicing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's, he's been training. Yeah, he's out there practicing, bro. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that, that is absolutely wild, you know. But he was found and arrested and is currently serving life without parole in Ohio State Penitentiary. Shout out to Ohio State Penitentiary. Yeah. Keeping the, keeping the city safe. Keeping the... Yeah, the boys in blue got you back there. <sighs> Good on you. You Get some more fences around that place. Right. So I want to just show you because I found something. You haven't heard these. I haven't. I'm about to show you some voice recordings from this guy, Otto, right? Because it's not enough just saying the story. We need to see what this guy is actually like, right? These are people that are running tattoo shops. Like he run a tattoo shop, right? And some of these stories are like, He's in the tattoo shop. He's also murdered in the tattoo shop. Yeah. He confesses to killing two guys in the tattoo shop. And, you know, one thing that he's passionate about is like he just, if he wasn't in prison, he would still be tattooing. That's his, that's his thing, yeah. you know, um, which unfortunately I don't think you should be able to do. But I just want to just plug for a second because this is a, uh, we've, kind of taking these parts from a podcast um, called Unforbidden Podcast. So if you hear the audio, I am going to be talking about it and kind of reacting to it, um, telling you what he said, because some of the audio is very unclear. It's been okay, yeah. It's been played through like a phone at a prison, you know. Yeah. But I just want to give you an idea of what this person's like. Who knows? This could have been an accident, like he said before. Could be an accident, you know. And then it's just a misunderstood just guy. Accidentally done some Tattooer. murders. We're all misunderstood. Yeah, you know. We all we all make <laughs> mistakes. We all like accidentally murder sometimes. Yeah, don't we? we accidentally do a lot of things. You know, maybe maybe not the big M, but you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, if anyone wants to listen to the full thing and they're interested in afterwards, um, go for it to Unforbidden Podcast and it's on there. If you put Otto Smith in there, I'm sure it will pop up. So here we go. I'm going to play some of the bits in here and then tran kind of transcribe them for you, Joe. If yeah. you can't hear this well. You ready? He said the way you said it. He said, I'm not working on the gun here. I'm shooting you, bitch. Blow his heart out. Simple as that. It blew his fucking heart out. Night, night, bitch. Night, night, bitch. Night, night, bitch. That's like some Freddy Krueger shit. Yeah. So that's the guy he's talking about in the hotel room. He said, the guy has said to him, you're not going to shoot me, you know? And he said, yeah, I am. And then just blew his heart out. That's what he said. I blew his heart out. Night, night, bitch. Night, night, bitch. Yeah. Like, he has no remorse for doing that. Like, he's kind of saying it like he's in, like, an action film. Yeah, I was going like, to say it's like an action movie, like, tagline. Uh, yeah. Like, Arnie holding the guy over the mountain. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You said you were going to kill me last. Yeah. Like, I lied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you can imagine he's, like, you know, kill someone with a pillow in a comedy scene, and then he says, night, night, bitch, <laughs> yeah. or something, you know, night, night, and then hits him off the cliff with a pillow, you know. Yeah, he's obviously got no remorse for this thing that he's doing. So I can't imagine he had any remorse when he was shooting with a paintball gun. That must be that's low level yeah, that's for like people like Brian. Like so playground can, stuff. That's playground stuff. Yeah, like the I can see why now the fear that he would have had because you can hear yeah, you can hear him like in his voice in his voice he does not give a fuck. You know, right? So I guess it was his pride, and he stood there and said, "Up, oh, you know, I ain't worried about you." It was hard enough. I'm not bragging about it or anything. I'm just being like completely honest with you about it. Sounds like you're bragging Sounds about it. Sounds a lot like he's bragging, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not bragging or brag or put down my co-defendant either. So that was him saying to the guy that the guy's not going to, he's not going to go through it, and he does. He's like, I'm not bragging about it. But night, feel, night, I bitch. I feel like when you, you know, yeah, like, when what? you... Start something what? off by saying I'm not bragging. You're bragging. It's usually followed by a brag. Yeah. Big old brag. Yeah. 
A hundred percent. So. She made a joke as soon as it was done. We were driving back. This is the girl. So the girl that he took in the car. This is what I can gather by the story. He's taking the girl and she's making a joke about the situation. So this girl is obviously an accomplice to it. She knows yeah. this guy. They're, they're kind of they're trying to cheat this guy out of money with a prostitution scam. Yeah. Basically. You know? And it's gone wrong. He obviously has got a problem with it. He's come in the room. Boom, boom. Wait, she said, Boy, you sure showed me how to have a laugh. <laughs> I mean, uh, she went towards where I thought her boyfriend lived, and I, if I didn't want to follow her, so I went to Toledo. Because if I'd have followed her, I'd have killed her, him. I'd have killed everything. That, I'd have killed his dogs, cats, his mom, whatever. Anything in between me and them, if I'd have got him, caught him together, I'd have killed him. Not, not the dog. Yeah, not the dogs and cats. Not the dogs, man. Leave the leave the pets out of this. Yo. What a twisted guy. <laughs> it was fine until he mentioned the dogs and cats. <laughs> no, no, <it> was. <laughs> Don't you fuck with the dogs. It's like, yeah, no dogs and cats, bro. John Wick, man. Like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. John Wick's going to come and get you. You fuck with the wrong dog. Whole city's yeah, dead. There, there were like four films that come out yeah. all from that, all from what happened to his dog. Yeah. If they'd have left the dog alone, no John Wick. It's, it's a it's a crazy crazy thing because he's he's talking about like <clears throat> you know this this part he's talking about the reasons kind of why he got into everything that he was doing so he's going through a divorce yeah and you know obviously the normal thing to do when you're going through a divorce is kill everyone yeah in his mind that's the normal thing to do Right. You kind of get like the idea from the tone of him speaking is like he's really enjoying explaining all this stuff as well. Yeah. Like he sounds super proud of. I what mean, he's done. this guy's been in solitary confinement. I don't know how long, but I I think I remember him saying it was seven years. <clears throat> but hey, they're probably like he needs to be far away from yeah. people as possible. You know what I mean? He'll be unsafe to inmates. Like you'll hear in a minute, he does not care. Yeah. Like if you let him out, you know he's he doesn't care. You know, and she got more and more depressed. House fighters pond was doing really good. Sending what she felt. New vehicles, old vehicles. Go to Sturgis, bikes, whatever. And she, you know, plenty of money. Everything's the best I've ever done in my life. Several businesses at one time, and uh, she was always depressed about it. Didn't like it because. Uh, her dad had been an engineer. That's the best way to put it. And, you know, I could never measure up to him, I guess. And, uh, but then again, part of me knows that she's, I picked someone that I could never please. Like, I just never pleased her. You know, and, uh, So he's talking about his wife. He owns several successful businesses, one of them being tattooing, which he was his main thing that he wanted, was the tattoo shop. And um, she's obviously struggling with a bout of depression, and he's obviously not the kind of person to sympathize with that when you're a yeah. psychopath, you know. So I can see the struggle that she yeah. was having attaching herself to this guy. Yeah. And he's saying, I could never really live up to that. I'm like, bruh, maybe it's not that. Yeah. Maybe it's every time you go out on acid, you're trying to hurt someone. Yeah. You know? Yeah, stop, stop killing guys. Yeah. Just, she must know about that. Just... Well, there is a part, there is a part when he like gets these guys in the tattoo shop and she was there. She knows so about she it. knows he's been doing killing. Shit, yeah, but think about it from her position. She's going to be like, Zup. yeah, like he's up next. Maybe she's tried. Maybe she's <laughs> tried to leave before. Yeah, well, you couldn't and leave. He's been shouting, oh, I'm going to kill, kill you. I'm going to tell everyone you got AIDS. And she's going, this guy fucking will. Yeah. Uh, this guy, yeah, <laughs> this guy is legit. Yeah, he's fucking... Yeah, I could see Brian's problem, like, with that situation. Now I can see hers. Like that. So when uh, the breakup came, you know, I'm mostly responsible for the breakup, but when the breakup came, I, you know, that was my good reason to go put somebody to sleep, I guess. You know, put a few people to sleep. And I did, you know. Put a few people to sleep. Put a few people to sleep. A, f a few people to sleep. They're not sleeping, bro. They're... Sleeping has an expiry date to the sleep. Yeah. Like... You wake up. Yeah. 
from a sleep. The alarm clock goes off. You're yeah. not you're not sleeping anymore. No. That annoying iPhone ringtone comes on. Do, you're up. Do, 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 do. <laughs> that ain't waking you up anymore. He's not talking about the same sleeping that we know and love. He's talking about killing people. And the way that he speaks about that, of it being like the idea of like, I just put them to sleep. That's yeah. not sleeping. Imagine imagine handing your children over to him and going, oh, they go to sleep at nine. He's like, really? You want me to do that? Yeah, nine? Both of them? <laughs> <laughs> you would not want that guy anywhere near. If he can't even know what sleeping is. Yeah. You'd be like, no, no, not murder them. So, I want you to just yeah. put them to bed. Like, no. oh, okay. Oh, right. so, Sorry, man. So just No acid and kiss? No, no, no. Bitch. No, get a, no. That's part of what I do. You know, I, I look for an emotional reason. Uh, is something that will help me go put somebody to sleep. You know, and I'm not blaming my ex-wife or any of that. I'm not blaming anything. I'm blaming myself. So. Sounds like you're blaming your ex-wife. Yeah. Yeah, there was a good like, minute monologue there where you was blaming your ex-wife. Yeah. And, um, yeah, him saying he would looking for a reason, an emotional response reason yeah. to put someone to sleep. That could have been Brian, man. Yeah. Imagine. Like, imagine if it went for that whole time he was going through his divorce. Say if it, the timeline was different. He was going through his divorce and he's at the shops weeping up, you know, you know, getting his head down, trying to not yeah, do anything. To and then he's like, do you know what? Balls. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, it, you know, he goes, I'm going to have to say, like, I'm not going to come. You know, I'm I'm not going to be here tomorrow. Yeah. That would have been that emotional response that he was looking for. That's how close he was to the edge of that part of yeah. sleeping. You know, it's mad. Hello, this is a prepaid debit call from an inmate at the Ohio State Penitentiary. To accept this call, press zero. To refuse, this call is from a correction facility and is subject to monitoring and recording. That thing, imagine getting that call. You'd be like, oh, who's this? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. What's, what's my brother done this time? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what is going on? And they normally say their name, don't they? This is a collect call yeah. from Mike Stockins. You're like, <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, God, get off. I've got to drive. No. Go pick you up. Oh. You haven't been sleeping, have you? Doing the sleep thing. <laughs> I do believe I'm where I should be. I know that if I got out... He, he's saying he knows where he should be, right? So what he's referring to there is him talking about himself in prison. Because to give some context about the podcast that we shouted out earlier, Unfor- Unforbidden Truths. Unforbidden Truths. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll do a little um, like ping up. <clears throat> yeah. Bring up I will them. say it's kind of a weird podcast, right? Only yeah. because people can come in and they write questions to the serial killer. Right? He interviewed right, serial okay. killers, right? And one of the questions was like, what's your favorite kill? Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? What's your favorite kill? Like, there shouldn't be a favorite. Yeah. Unless like, you're absolutely mad yeah, out of your... Let's run through your top five kills. Come on. Yeah, give me the best. Yeah. How did they scream? You know, like, what the, <laughs> yeah. what the hell? Yeah, so he's saying that he he's he's exactly where he needs to be. So he knows himself. He knows that he's going to be in prison. I do believe I'm where I should be. I know that if I got out and somebody pissed me off, I would kill again. Because I know me. I know my nature. And uh, so if somebody pisses me off, I don't give a fuck. I stab them or chop them or whatever. I don't care. Because, there's, you, know, you know, if you push my buttons, I'm going to get you. If you push my buttons, I'm going to get you. Yeah, he said, "I'll just stab him. I'll just do whatever." If you if you come across him in any way, he's going to. So if if there's any parole officers from Ohio State Penitentiary watching this, watch the check that guy's podcast out, and then deny him parole forever. Yeah. Make the fences a little bit thicker for our boy yeah, Brian. A couple more wraps of barbed wire around the top. Yeah, put the barbed wire in his in his cell. Yeah. Just at the door, you know. 
he's not going to change. He's saying himself, he's like, nah, man, if you let me out of here, I'm doing it again. And they're like, are you sure about that? Have you, was prison not enough? He's like, nah, give me more prison. Nah, yeah. Give me more thing. There's, there's some no change people. I find that absolutely wild. Especially if he'd spent a long time, oh, yeah, a long time in solitary confinement. Yeah, like, a long time just over it, thinking think about, about it. what you've done. Mm. And he's come out of there like, hmm, could kill again. Yeah. Still, I actually miss it. Yeah, still feel like if someone pissed me off, I'll I'll take him out. Yeah. It's absolutely mad. Uh, mad. I remember like swearing when I was a kid and yeah. my mum washing my mouth out with like fucking Marmite. And oh, you like washing out with Marmite? Yeah, because uh, like, what was the normal thing to do it with? Like, it was whatever it was. Dish I soap. Yeah, and I I remember like bubbles coming out of my mouth, and <clears> I thought it was funny. So I was there like shit, yeah. shit with the dish soap in my mouth the first time <laughs> I did it, and I was like shit, shit, fuck. And then she got the Marmite out, put some Marmite in my mouth, and I was like, no, nah, I'm never swearing again. And you no, hated that much? I hate Marmite. It's what? so bad. That was you like that was like seven years in fucking solitary confinement. <laughs> seven, <laughs> seven seconds <laughs> yeah. in, in hell. You well, you, you probably have Vegemite though, right? No, I can have Marmite. Oh yeah, oh, they can. Is, oh, okay. is Vegemite like the Australian version of Marmite? Oh right, okay, yeah, probably inferior. Shout out to Marmite. <laughs> <laughs> Not for Joe though. No, miss me with that. Right, okay, so. He's talking about, he's been asked a question. And the question is, what would you be doing if you weren't too busy killing people and being in prison, basically, right? I'd be tattooing. He'd be tattooing. We actually have some of the artwork that he has on there as well. But I haven't actually got them on this um, computer, but we'll uh, stick them in. I'll stick them in the video yeah, over yeah. As, as we're talking about it now. Um, some of the artwork that is from his prison, um, from him in prison. And you can see that, yeah, he is an artist. Like, you know, yeah. he, he does that work. It's very like 90s kind of like, um, not trad work, but getting into that realm yeah, of, of that. I know, you know? I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very stylized in, in that sense. Um, but there's also a letter from his lover, yeah, we, she has a little tattoo design on as well that he's drawn on a little heart with her name. It's not, you know, it's not that good, but, you know, he's too busy murdering and not don't, focusing on his career. Don't say that in case he does get out. I, yeah. And come for a guest spot in the shop. I, I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh, I think it's great. Yeah, I'd be like, have you seen AI these days? That was someone else. That was someone else <laughs> yeah. pretending. I don't know what that I is. I think your artwork's fantastic. Please don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Mike said it. I don't want to go night-night, bitch. <laughs> yeah, Please. I've slept enough. Yeah. Like, I'm <laughs> um, good on the sleep. Um, yeah, so there would have been those clips there. You're going to have a little look at what he had. But I would be in a tattoo shop or I'd be painting murals. I would have carried on with what I was doing because I was good at it. Tattoo designs for military people, stuff like that. You know, I made it you know, overseas while they were waiting, fighting and see if I could get to do something like that or teach people watercolor, but that's what I would be doing. I'd still be involved in that or I'd be on a horse farm somewhere. Yeah, that's exactly what I'd be doing. But at the same time, I'd still be that same person that if you trip my trigger, you know, if I caught you being a bully more or less. If I caught you being a bully, <laughs> the guy can't what? even talk about something he likes doing about turning it into something murdery. Yeah, I know. Like, I, imagine him working, uh, working on a horse farm as well. Yeah. There'll be, <laughs> there'll be some poor horse apprentice coming yeah. there. It's the start of a killer movie. They're broken down at the side yeah. of the road. Hey, mister, can you help me? And he turns yeah. around and he's like, where are you city kids yeah. from? You Does know? anybody know you're and here? Like, oh, he was weird. Looks the girl up and down. And he's like, and then the boyfriend's like, maybe we should get out of here. And then they get back to the car. You know that guy's yeah. going to kill him. They get back to the car and then the engine won't turn. Yeah. 
And he's there with the thing. Because of horror movie magic, he's cut the fucking engine out. Yeah. He'll get you. Oh, yeah. So, if yeah, you're right. He was trying to explain about how much he loved tattooing, all that stuff, and he couldn't help but just slip at the end. Yeah, just, I, but if you did do anything I, while I was doing that, I'd murder you. Don't like, forget. Dude. I'm a bit murdery. Dude, just for a couple of minutes. Don't mention the killing. Chill, bro. It's the I, parole hearing. It's supposed to be fun. It's, yeah, we're meant to be. That's not in the job application. <laughs> yeah. You can kill tattoos. You can fucking kill it. But don't kill <laughs> he's, them. He's took that so literally. Eh? So yeah. Like, yeah. You're killing it, man. Yeah. It's like, like, damn, oh, I'm at the bar killing yeah. it. I'm at the I'm, <laughs> I'm at the horse I'm ranch in the shop killing, killing it. it. I'm in the woods killing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm killing it everywhere. Jesus Christ! What an absolute psycho! Right? I kick that ass. I, I don't I don't tolerate idiots. You know I don't I don't like bullies. There's no reason to be bullied. You know I'm a grown man. I can I can get in it with the biggest baddest guy on the planet. Why do Why, why do I need to bully anybody lesser? Does that make sense? You know what I mean? I hate people like that. You know you know and. Uh, and I know everybody. I'm, I know who. I know what I'm doing. I know who I'm fighting. You know, and it's not. You know, it's not. It's not right to these people that end up in a, which should be a simple bar fight with me, and I end up getting their skull. And, you know, they're they're going into a simple bar fight. I'm going to get them. You know, and it's due to my mental issues. But anyways, how's that? How's that? How's that? Not good, dude. Um. <clears throat> Where do I start? <laughs> anyone, anyone who says they don't tolerate bullies, yeah, is, has been doing a bit of bullying. And the guy saying he doesn't tolerate bullies, and then busting into the shop and shooting his apprentices with <laughs> paintball guns, <laughs> sounds like he's bullying. Yeah, I tolerate yourself. Yeah, bro. you know that's wild. You you are a bully, bro. Yeah. That, and you become everything you hate. Yeah. You've become you've you you've lived long enough to see yourself become the villain. Oh, tell him. Shout out to Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yo, what? Wait, what is this? This is the response to the question where someone asks him, "What's your favorite kill?" That person needs to be locked up as well. Yeah. So whoever done that, check yourself. It, the kill's not the favorite. It ties somebody down and fuck their world up. You know what I mean? And uh, have your way with us. I stole something from my tattoo shop. Something. And uh, then this idiot has the Guys are just coming to his tattoo shop. They're 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 trying to steal something. It sounds like, and he's just yeah. the, the his normal response. Strapped just him down, him. <laughs> stabbed him a bit, stabbed him a bit. Had a good time. That's what he's saying. What? Call the police. Yeah. Call the authorities. What the hell, man? Let them steal your bench. It was a bench. Let them steal it. I wish, I, but like I said, the regret is you can't. Something like that, that dude would have ran to the police 
and they got victims of crime money. So the motherfuckers got to go to sleep. He's, it's, it's over. You know, he's got to go to sleep. That was a good one. And then, uh, you got to go to sleep. This next part is really eerie, right? Because this is talking about, obviously, where he's come out from beating the woman with the branch in the woods. Yeah. Right? Listen to this. Oh, sorry. No, it's not. This is him talking about the people in the shop still. And um, he gets them where he says, in three and a half minutes. That's how quick it's over. Yeah. Three and a half minutes, you're done. Your life has changed. You've walked into a tattoo shop, tried to steal something. Three and a half minutes later, you're in the clouds. Yeah. How are you killing people that quick? That shows you how fragile it is. No wonder Brian was scared to say anything when you can see, like, you never really think about it being that long, right? When you see a film and there's a scene and they're dramatizing it yeah, and there's this long like kind of scene for it. Struggle back and forth. Yeah, no. He's just in there straight up, bomb. Straight upstairs, bomb. Two of you in three minutes. Damn. Yo, what? I got the wand and I went right upstairs and got the oven. And that was pretty cool. And, uh, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Real cool. Yeah. yeah. Real cool. No, cool is doing a kickflip. Yeah. <laughs> cool is being in a rock and roll band. Yeah. Like being in, in Kiss. Yeah. Being a wrestler. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Being a tattoo apprentice. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'm, I'm not sure at this guy's shop. Yeah. He could have owned a shop and people would have went, he would have went, I own a tattoo shop. And they would have went, that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Not killing some guys. Yeah. So this is the clip. So sorry for that little intermission bit. But this is the clip. So he's come out the woods. He's saying how thrilling it is, basically. Walking out of the woods five minutes after killing somebody and having a, a police car pull up and then talk to you and me talk my way out of getting in trouble without giving them a good explanation or any explanation at all why I just come out of this woods. That was pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting doing that, you know. But uh yeah, that's I guess the best that was the that's the best way to explain it. I don't have any that I actually liked more than the other. I like the events up leading up to them or around them, but the actual killing, you know, shit like that. You know, that's all mechanical. It's putting an animal, it's putting a horse to sleep. You know, same thing with choosing, deciding this animal has to go to sleep and put the fuck to sleep. Putting a horse to sleep. So you can't work on a horse ranch. Yeah, like, stop putting things to sleep. <laughs> you can't even be left with the horses. Bro. Simple as that. So it's all mechanical. Then you gotta toss them to get rid of the body. It's harder to get rid of a body than it is to kill somebody. If anybody's out there listening right now and you want to go house and somebody's really irritating you, it takes nine seconds to yoke somebody up. It takes nine seconds. Guy's recording PRs. He's he's literally giving you advice. These viewers. That's the kind of weird thing about that podcast. These viewers. Some advice. Like we're doing tattoo advice. Yeah. You know, advice on apprenticeships, whatever. And it's crossed over to this crime episode. You yeah. know, now, because the, of the story from an apprentice. He's handing out advice on how to be a serial most, murderer. The most efficient murderer possible. Nine, yeah. nine seconds, you need to be done. You need to be done and out of there, and you need to be, you know, like tying them up. Formula One whatever. precision. It's a crazy guy. Well, he didn't do a good yeah, job of keeping ready. his mouth shut. He told Brian, our, our yeah. main man Brian, yeah. that he fucking killed a guy. He wasn't that good at covering it up either because no. he's in jail. Yeah. 
So he can't be handing out advice. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, loser. <laughs> you know, and uh, telling yourself any of that shit, you know what I mean? That elite DNA. What the fuck, man? Yeah, you know, like my fingerprints, you know? Wait a minute, who saw me? You know, that, that shit will lead at you. But it's all, all of these things make you high, too. They're all different aspects of a high. There's so many elements of a high around it. You know? There's so many elements of a high. I don't know what that scream was in the background. Probably. He's and doing it again. He's right. doing it again. There's so many elements of a high, he's saying. I got high one time. I didn't do that. I just no. ate a load of food. Chilled yeah. in the garden. The only person sleeping was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good fucking great. Amsterdam, sitting on that boat. I'm going to be yeah. asleep in a minute and not in that way. In a nice, pleasant, like a, yeah, you know, not murdery sleep. I got crisps on my shirt. Yeah, you oh. know, I'm not moving them. Those bit. little like I'm waffle things you get high. that you put over the hot drink. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it was great. No one died. He's talking about something else. Yeah. You know, he's saying that the high is like that. No, man. No, it's so different. We've all been high, bro. <laughs> Stop it. You know, there's, there's different types of high. Did, did I get away with? Did I leave a cigarette button? You know, did I, what the fuck, you know? All these things are, they, they give you different elements of high. And if your mind's weak, I guess you're paranoid anyways, that you would tell on yourself. So, you know. Anything else? Anything else? No, Otto. Thank you for sharing that with us. I feel so much better about our conversation. And that was him. And again, if you want to get that, if you want to listen to him, it's the uh, Unforbidden podcast, okay? So check that out. You know, I'm sure not all the guests are strange on there, but some of the questions are. Yeah, I think it's, it's a very different audience for that sort of thing. Like, they're really into that sort of stuff anyway. Yeah. So, you know, it's just a crazy story. This is a crazy story. This is not what tattoo shops are like. We're obviously yeah. giving you the most extreme version. Yeah, that's the point we were thing. trying to make. Like, yeah. If your apprenticeship's like that, then you should probably look for an apprenticeship somewhere else. Yeah. And I'm sure there's other things, you know. <laughs> but no, if there's any kind of sign that your boss is a psychopath, he's abusing you in some way, it's time to get out. That power trip thing between the boss yeah. to be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to humiliate them. Yeah. You know, to kind of put them in the place. Miss me with that. Yeah. You know, you, do, you don't have to put up with that. There's no, like, higher thing to get yourself. If there's a situation you feel like you shouldn't be in, do like Brian and get, get yourself out. out of there. Shout out to Brian because he's Shout out there out killing Brian. it now. He's out there killing it, doing some good tattoos. He had to go for that horrific story. And he's come out the other side. And he was a little bit nervous about putting it out, I'm not going to lie. But yeah, I can gave, imagine. Yeah, yeah he gave the green light. So that's all good. But yeah, we're going to be getting back to you with some other stories. We've had a bunch of them come in. But if you have any stories, I mean, I'm sure there's not going to be many that would top that. But, you know, maybe there is. I did read a couple of more articles about some other people that were like, mm, you know. But... Hit us up, join the Patreon. Um, you can send I, Her, Everywhere on Instagram messages. Yep. And on the comment on the YouTube, you know, yeah. we will see the things, we'll reach out to you. Um, we could shout out your work, promote you. If you want to stay anonymous, we will do that. Yeah. You know, it's all good. I want to do the YouTube thing and be like, hit that subscribe button, ring the notification bell. I've always wanted to say that. Yeah, make sure you do it for my boy. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining. Thank you. See you next time. See you.